Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Ray Hine. Ray Hine is the CEO and co-founder of Propel, which helps companies achieve product success by connecting the people, systems, and processes needed to deliver products from concept to customer. Based on years of experience building and leading product management systems in both SaaS software and hardware companies, Hein launched Propel in 2015 to disrupt a fragmented PLM process by harnessing all disparate elements into one flexible and easy-to-use platform that is the single source of product truth for the entire value chain. Well, good afternoon, Ray. Welcome to the show. Hey, Brian. How are you? Awesome. I appreciate you jumping on. This is exciting. Getting this scheduled and having another awesome guest on the show to talk about your story, your company, and what you're doing to make the world a better place. So let's just jump into the questions here, Ray. You've got quite the career in engineering, product management, and now the founder and CEO at Propel. Could you share with our audience the secret to your career growth and what inspires you? Uh, uh, great, great question. Um, and I think the, the the simple answer is, um, as you can tell, I'm, I'm kind of deep, deep and steep in my career. Um, a lot of years in uh, engineering manufacturing space, but I really had a lot of people who entrusted me with very different jobs and responsibilities throughout my career. Um, and that really stretched me and enabled me, you know, to found and lead Propel uh, six years ago. And, um, you know, I had folks uh, when I was in my early 20s that had me leading 80, 100 person teams with eight, 10, $12 million budgets that I certainly shouldn't have been leading at that time with my experience. But it pushed me, you know, way beyond what, what I thought I was capable of. And, um, you know, I succeeded and uh, continued to grow along the way. But, you know, what really inspires me now at this point is working with, you know, our customers and all of our customers make some sort of product, um, whether it's a medical device, uh, you know, that's testing for COVID or uh, implantables or hearing aids, or maybe a Simply Safe or Roku or Vizio TV. Um, we're helping our customers innovate faster than their competitors and you know, create their amazing products, um, getting to market uh, and, and making sure those market needs you know, fit the, the changing innovation needs. And um, they do that by getting all their teams working together you know, like never before um, because of us being all in the cloud. And, you know, in our category, it's the fourth largest software category besides ERP, HRM, and CRM, kind of little known, but, you know, there've been a lot of promises of product lifecycle management or PLM driving success, but, you know, little if, if, if any of those companies in the past have delivered on that promise. And I was part of one of the early companies back in the day that, you know, defined the category in the mid nineties and early 2000s. So, it's awesome to see our customers innovate faster than their competitors. I love that story. And, you know, helping your customers at the end of the day, that customer experience. And we talk about a lot on the show, but I think that's simply amazing. I, I appreciate your sharing on that. Uh, that's what really makes the world go round, in my opinion. So, Ray, let's talk about this pandemic. As you know, hopefully we'll be o- over and out of this soon and we'll g- get back to some sort of normalcy. But What's your plans for growth now going forward in 2021 and beyond? Well, we, as I mentioned, we, you know, sell into companies that are making products and there's a lot of talk about supply chain, supply chain resiliency, business resiliency. We're talking about semiconductor shortages or meat shortages as, you know, 
top of mind right now and, and all the supply chain aspects of durable products, washing machines and the like. Um, you know, we're seeing that companies are retrenching to, to deal with, um, you know, the pandemic impacts. And we're seeing a lot of, of, of consolidation in our category of, of competitors that have been, you know, say legacy on-premise con, uh, competitors. And, you know, where they've seen that as a sign of weakness and being acquired, you know, we're seeing it as a sign of strength for, for growth. And we're seeing, you know, more and more people look at our brand of, of helping them do product success by leveraging Propel. And uh, so we're investing for the future. Um, and uh, you'll, you'll hear about that more in the coming months. Um, we're in the middle of a financing process right now, which I can't talk much about, but we're really bullish um, that manufacturing as a category and in uh, health and life sciences as yet another category are going to be the growth segments, you know, for the next five, 10 years. And we're going to be a benefactor from that. Um, the other thing too is, you know, people talk about the next normal or what is the new normal. Um, you know, when we talk to, when I talk to CIOs like you used to be or C-level folks, you know, the next new normal means um, being able to adapt quicker and react to the next black swan event. Um, like I mentioned, silicon shortages or competitive pressures from new global entrants um, that are coming with products that you didn't know are going to come and compete with you. You know, the only, only way to be ready is to apply new technologies, you know, to help replace some of the fragile legacy applications, in, especially in our category that might have been implemented, you know, 10 to 20 years ago when business models were different and the, the needs were, you know, under different circumstances. Absolutely. And we're seeing a lot of that, especially coming out of the pandemic. You know, uh, we've talked about this many times, but you can ask probably anybody that's been in in uh, digital transformation, innovation or technology. They, they've seen it. Innovation's probably advanced four or five years in the last uh, 15 months, which I, I can totally see. So you're absolutely right about that, right? So, right, let's talk about uh, technology. This is a technology platform. And you're obviously leveraging some new and emerging tech within your tech stack. Is there anything specific you might be able to share with our audience today? Yeah, uh, you talk about, you know, driving fast innovation and compression of innovation. Um, you know, we are a cloud-based native enterprise business software application. We call ourselves, you know, a product success platform or that we really help people think about product 360 um, and we've chosen to build our application on the Salesforce technology platform. And um, by, by doing that, I mean, we had other choices of, you know, Google Cloud, Azure, Amazon, but we wanted to go with a business platform, which has allowed us to, you know, innovate at a much faster pace. So, you know, prior life, what took me, you know, almost nine years to build, we were able to build in about four um, and then exceed that with new capabilities by leveraging our domain expertise and, um, you know, focusing really on letting the platform that we're using, the underlying platform of scalability, security, dashboarding, reporting to Salesforce. So, you know, we're able to deliver a more comprehensive solution that's tailored to our business, uh, our customers' business needs. Um, and we give them a much more unified uh, experience in UI that's much more modern than they've ever seen. Um, you know, so, you know, with that, there's kind of like three tech core technologies that 
we feel we're able to leverage in kind of a distinct competence or maybe even an unfair advantage. And that's our user experience, you know, being able to bring all the constituents because um, everybody in the company gets involved in product development, product launch, you know, commercialization or a, a product success. And so having a user experience with a highly tuned, relatable business application that people love, um, you know, is rare in our category. And, um, you know, our solutions work the way the users want to work. So many enterprise business applications make the users conform to their way or an old rigid way. And um, because we're built in the technology choice we made, we, we, we can flex as business changes uh, rapidly. And your point, you know, if things are going to change in one, two, three, four years, you need to have kind of a flexible, low code, no code application approach. And, and we have that in spades. Um, the other thing is, you know, blending the best collaboration tools. You know, everybody talks about collaboration, transparency, trust. You know, we're able to leverage Slack and chatter, you know, both in unstructured and, and structured communication, you know, to help bring business processes and, and that that uh, group of folks, the constituents that are involved in product success in relevant dialogues, you know, so you can search and reuse and get knowledge sharing uh, as well. And then integration, because of what we do, we tie into so many parts of, of other business systems. So having an ability to have cloud to cloud or cloud to legacy and even machine to machine, like, you know, think about IOT integration or sensor-based feedback into products. Um, you know, we can, we can do that to augment, um, you know, data fees to enrich, you know, the, 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 the end users uh, business process. And then lastly, you know, we're, we're really bringing actionable product insights to light via, you know, reporting and analytics. And we're just now embarking on some ML and, and some other areas where, you know, we see product intelligence uh, as a capability that will be continue to expand on in, you know, the next coming months and coming years and doing something that, you know, our, our competitors aren't doing today. I love that is you're getting after it with your, the technology, the innovation, you're experimenting, you're trying to, you know, again, push us forward. It's, it's almost like this race. We have a space race now to Mars, as you know, uh, we've already got, I don't know, 50,000 people that want to sign up and go to Mars. And, uh, you know, it's a scary thought, but, but you're kind of doing that right now is, is you're really bringing out the big guns, the technology to help your customers out. And that's really exciting. So Ray, I appreciate you sharing that. And Ray, last question, can you share something from your career experience that might be helpful for those looking to grow their career in tech or entrepreneurship? Yeah, um, it kind of goes back to, you know, my early roots where I had people mm -hmm. believing and trusting in me, which I, you know, I, I kind of started the conversation here with you. Um, but, you know, I think the biggest thing is find your purpose and, and find what you're passionate about. I'm passionate about innovation and, and helping uh, people bring new products to market. And I, I'm kind of a product geek. Um, and so, you know, if you find what you're passionate about and then become a master in it, um, you're going to have a, a wildly successful career and you're going to be happy and you're, you'll continue to invest in yourself. Um, you know, too, too many people don't invest the time into going deep. You know, they kind of, I, I say they put a thin veneer they learn a little bit about everything. But, you know, I've found that if you become a subject matter expert, um, you know, that driving that credibility, you know, throughout your career is, is also really key. So, you know, 
I'm a big believer in Daniel Pink's book. I don't know if you've ever read it, um, Brian, called Drive. Yep. Um, I love it. It's one of I, it's one of my my go to reads for everybody in the, that, that I meet. But you know, it helps define what truly motivates people. And the, you know, he, he talks about three things: autonomy, purpose, and mastery as being drivers that people can thrive under. And um, you know, I've I've been again fortunate to have leaders who help me find and and and, and guide me through kind of all three principles. And, um, you know, I, I feel like Propel has a purpose. You know, we're helping people propel innovation and propel their businesses. And everybody at a culture here as our propeller heads, as we, uh, you know, affectionately call, you know, people that work at, at Propel, mm-hmm. um, you know, we, uh, we drive, we drive the, this, uh, this methodology or this culture of, of autonomy, purpose, and mastery there. And, um, boy, I'll tell you, you know, when you're living your life with everybody remote and you're running it through Zoom meetings, um, having uh, that that common purpose um, and and uh, people focused on on being masters, you know, it's helped us through COVID. And, you know, we've got a great team. We've got better customers today. And, you know, I think it's um, it served me well individually. And I think it's helped serve the company and and uh, and also the propeller heads, the employees of Propel. I think we've got a a great culture. So for me, you know, find your passion, find a great team, have fun along the way, and um, you'll be wildly successful. That's awesome. And very much uh, aligns with many of the same um, sentiments that many of the other guests have had on the show. So you're absolutely right. And, and we do appreciate the share on that. So Ray, it was a pleasure having you on today. And I look forward to speaking with you real soon. Sounds great. Hey, Brian, thanks so much. I appreciate the time. Bye for now.